everyone. In this episode of History Unloaded with Danny and Ashley, we decided that for another year in a row, we're going to tell you what we want for Christmas and in hopes that maybe you send us some free stuff. That'd be cool. Nobody's ever given me anything yet. I know. I mean, our our requests have always been pretty weird. I think you wanted like a gunsling last year or something. I mean, I feel like that was deliverable, but nobody. Yeah, that one's we, pretty achievable. We got to put it on like Amazon, like the people that make like the Amazon wish list. Like <laughs> you can go here and buy it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we just we need a Christmas registry. Does Gunbroker have a, a Christmas list? Not straw purchase. Not straw purchase. Christmas gift. Gunbroker should totally have a Christmas gift idea like wish list feature. I feel like that would really help them out. That would actually be really funny because like all the gun influencers that are like, you know, here's my link tree, right? That's what it's called. (laughs) Influencers do that. And they'll like have all the things and like so many of them, like the normal ones or (laughs) the non-gun ones, like have things like Amazon or whatever. And a pottery barn. Um, and classic pottery like barn. Classic. And so I think that it'd be really funny because there'd be so many gun influencers would be like, I want this weird nerd gun on Gun Broker. I feel like right now it would be a lot of night vision. It seems to be in from my Instagram right now. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Oh, right. You were trying to angle for some night vision from me, weren't you? Yeah. And as I said, nobody's gotten me anything yet, so... <laughs> So if you're looking, go yeah, to Danny's look, wish list, get him some on night vision. The soon to be announced gunbroker wish list feature. Because <laughs> we have that kind of power. We have that kind of power. So, Danny, what do you want for Christmas? Well, you know what I really, really, really want? I am building a boat from the ground up and I don't have a muffler yet. Where does one get a boat muffler? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> It's funny because when you said that, um, I know that you're religious and all I could think of was Noah's Ark. (laughs) I was like, Danny, is there? Famously, famously a motor powered (laughs) vessel. You're you're, uh, you're 21st century Noah. (laughs) Hey, I didn't say how big of a boat I was. So that's fair. You're building your ark. Tanya is helping you outside of Cody. I I have no further specifics I'm willing to offer right now. I just need a muffler for this thing. <laughs> so here's what I have to say. If you are looking for boat parts, specifically a muffler, I think the best place that you could look and add to your wish list would be uh, the Maxim Silencer Company. Oh, they man, make, that's great. Yeah, they make amazing moderators, mufflers. They do it for cars. Uh, like <laughs> I almost said, like, washing machines but i don't know i might be making that up <laughs> you know household appliances nothing else i mean their their nothing. mufflers are specifically for boats and cars but i think they're pretty great well that's great because i'm not looking for anything else i only want the boat muffler and i'm pretty sure as make. long as it's a boat muffler you don't have to do any crazy background checks for it well why would i i'm just building an insane boat in wyoming <laughs> For the next great weather catastrophe. Oh, I mean, no, wait. I literally almost said, what I like when Yellowstone erupts. But then I was like, why would you need a boat? <laughs> it's a very strong boat. Fire resistant. <laughs> well, it and, actually I mean, just rides the lava throughout the country. 
there was a flood in Yellowstone last year. So it's very relevant. Oh, that is true. That is true. I'm just way too tired for this right now. I'm sorry, guys. Well, right. what else do I you want? The suggestion. It's a great suggestion. I will look up that company and order one of their handy dandy boat mufflers. But okay. in the meantime, also on my Christmas list is a brand new bike. Where can I get one? Look no further. <laughs> The, the best place that I think you can buy a bike, especially in the early 1900s, uh, because you're a time traveler now, too, would Obviously. be a bike made by Fabrique Nationale. I've never heard of them. What do they what do they do? Do they do anything besides bikes? No, they make nothing but bikes. Nothing but bikes. Nothing, <laughs> nothing else of interest, I assume. Just the bikes. No, no. Yeah, they're just like a really famous old Liège bike company. Cool. Well, I will. I'll look them up too because you know boat mufflers and bikes. As you're just as, trying to get away, Danny. <laughs> well, the thought that instantly occurred to me, I probably can't repeat on that, but it's from a movie. I'll tell you after we're done recording. Do you remember the meme that goes around where it's somebody on a bike and then they fall over on the bike and then the meme changes depending on the topic, but there's one that's like the guy falls over and it's like effing guns. <laughs> that would be a great advertisement for FN. Yeah, it's perfect. It really works. Um, so now that I'm in the off season at the museum, I'm also doing a lot of label writing and could really use a typewriter. Where where does one get a typewriter these days? Okay, so I like to keep saying these days, but really all of my examples are for vintage cool stuff. But well, obviously, I... as you said, time traveling. Yeah, That's time weird. traveling. <laughs> because of this boat I'm building. Oh my lord. Camila is just shaking her head at us. She hates us so much right now. Maybe we, I think we shouldn't record this late in the day. Anyways, if you are looking for a typewriter, I recommend there's this great company, um, you know, young guy, and his name's Elifalit. And uh he started this company. I know, right? Elifalit. What a weird name. Um, but he makes really good typewriters. That's perfect. Yeah. That's just what I'm looking for. I don't want okay typewriters. I want really good ones. Yeah, I hear that the Remington, you know, is most well known for its typewriters. I mean, they're not known for anything else. So yeah, I don't know that name otherwise. And a lifelet, what a a lifelet. Fun fact, though, I I genuinely like did not know how to pronounce that name for a really long time. I think until like Remington came to do their 200th anniversary recording at the museum, and I was like, oh, I've been saying all kinds of things that aren't right. I just feel like I said. Elephant for a really long time. I think I said Elephant too. I think that's what everybody says. And then yeah. I don't honestly, maybe the person that called him a lifelet like is not right. And then I've just been carrying that legacy on. It is harder to say. And I think because of that, it must be correct. That's how I assume that works. Because gun people don't like to overcomplicate things. No, oh, I'm sorry. Typewriter people. Typewriter people. Yeah, we're we're, we're not talking about guns, obviously. <laughs> Why would we talk about guns on our podcast? That'd be so. Why sad. would we do that? <laughs> um, all right. It, also, in my household appliance wish list, I need a sewing machine. So I'm terrible at sewing. <laughs> not that you asked. But that's why I came to you first, because obviously you've used a you've fixed that by getting a sewing machine. Oh no, I don't know how to use one, but. If yeah. I think because like Danny, I know that you're just like super into you know hipstery ideals and culture. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I really appreciate you know that about me. 
you like to I know, you like to be on the fringe you know you want the thing that, that nobody else true. has maybe nobody else ever made not sure we didn't research a lot before we came on this call but i hear that there are some like super original super prototype christopher spencer sewing machines well, obviously, I wanted the best in every category, but sewing machines. And that one, I just wanted an obscure no name. So this is perfect. This is ideal for me. <laughs> You're welcome. Thank you. You understand me very, very well. <laughs> I don't know how to ask for the next one, but it's on the wish list. So I have to say it. <laughs> but I, really I forgot what it is. What is a it? Vintage one, specifically. What did you say? A corset hook. <laughs> To go along with my boat muffler and typewriter. And sewing machine. That would have made more sense, Danny. Oh, my Lord. Uh, sorry, Noah. Um, oh, gosh. Well, if you're looking for corset hooks to replace on the corset that you conceivably already own. Why else would I be looking for corset hooks? I think my favorite corset hook maker is Oliver Fisher Winchester. <laughs> wow. What a... What a convenient source. Right? You know, I feel like if you look close enough in the collection out in Cody, maybe you might have some corset hooks or maybe they're just regular hooks. I've, I have no idea. So time out from our wish list. I have no idea. This is like in a document that they did this, right? But an advertisement ever like there's no indication of like what you would look for to find out if it's a Winchester one or not. I have no idea what to look for. Uh, you know, it'd be kind of funny if they're like a cartridge case head stamp. <laughs> right. There's like a little tiny like WW. Winchester. Yeah. Like, the horse and rider before that yeah. was a thing. <laughs> or that was a logo. I don't know. It was an advertisement, Danny. I haven't seen that advertisement in a really long time. If I scroll back maybe a couple of years on my Instagram, I could find it. But I don't know. It was some ad you found. I don't know. What, I don't know what you were looking up back in the day, but you found it. You didn't know what your employee was searching on his work computer. <laughs> I need a new corset hook. Oh, Winchester. Oh, Winchester, obviously. Here's but there, there, there's like hundreds ad. In addition to like the ad you're referencing, there is like there's an actual like order sheet, like like there's like a business ledger kind of transaction. Except it's I think it's damaged or something. But wait, the ledger's damaged or the corset hook was damaged? The like the like the thing that. Because it was an agreement between Winchester and Strauss Adler for like sharing manufacturing capabilities. And that's why this whole thing came about. And so there is like the agreement and like details of like how many and like what the cost was and all this. But it's all like it's like water damage. There's, there's some problem with it. I don't really remember. It's been a while. Yeah. But anyways. I, think, I love that you're like, it's been a while. And you just rattle off like so many specific things about it. I don't know. I don't it's like, not. I'm not thinking about it. I don't I'm not thinking about it thinking about I... these corset hooks. Danny, we're learning a lot about you today. <laughs> really, this is getting really personal. <laughs> you know, speaking of personal, the other thing I could really use is a baseball bat. <laughs> that doesn't work. I don't know. I had no segue. <laughs> you went off script, Danny. That was not okay. <laughs> Sorry, this was on Honestly, the script. Now, we, this is written down on my sheet right here. Um, so everyone, in the massive preparation that you know we always do for these episodes, we have lit Christmas lists, and Danny's was for things that are not guns that gun makers make. 
And this you one is though. Me. This one did. Except we ended on the same company twice. Base- Winchester made baseball bats. Oh, okay. Well, look, I learned something. I thought we knew we were like, going Louisville in that direction. I was like, Louisville Slugger, Danny. We're on the wrong one. <laughs> oh, the one time we wrote down our script and it didn't work. Dude, we should just go back to having AI do it. We should. AI was clearly better at this than us. It would be kind of awesome if we had done that with AI and said only gun companies and see what they would have said. We'll have to do some off-air research. We're not gonna. We're not going. <laughs> Heads up, we will not do that. We won't do that. Okay, so now that I revealed what that all that hot mess was about, let's do my side. <laughs> yes, Ashley, what would you like for Christmas, and what can I help you find for Christmas? So my Christmas list is, um, ironically, like not things I would normally ask for, but people would probably assume that I would ask for. But then also, yeah, like it's like I I don't normally ask for gun things for for Christmas, but in order to, you know, continue our narrative and our plan for this episode, Danny, I would really I also Mark, I think, owns like all of these things. (laughs) This is for you, not for Mark. Yeah. According to our prenup, they all belong to Mark anyway. So, (laughs) All right, Danny, I would like an M1 Garand. Where can I buy an M1 Garand? You know, the absolute best M1 Garands to get. International Harvester. They were just the company, first name in Garands, really. Nobody else really hold a, held a candle to... There was no one named Garand, nothing. No, no, no. That's that's just urban legend. Um, this was all made by International Harvester, who really, one of the most important 20th century gun manufacturers in America. And, you know, I heard that they also made mounts for tractors so that you could shoot your M1 Grand off a tractor. I just heard that, too. Yeah. As in just right now. now. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so if you're a tractor company, do you pronounce it Grand, Garand, or Garand? That was not even a, that was not even an accent. I don't know. Your country, Danny. How would you how would a tractor? <laughs> well, I pronounce it Grand. So I guess that's how I haven't heard a lot of real heavily accented people say it. So I'm going with Grand. All right. So the next thing I want is, uh, you know, going along in the M1s, in the M1 family. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'd like an M1 carbine, but I want oh, the perfect. best M1 carbine that has ever been made. The best one that's ever been made? Yeah, the best. Best oh, manufacturer. E- easily. Um, you want to get a Rockola. Uh once again, famous American gun company that really just made M1 carbines and nothing else. And because they only made M1 carbines and nothing else, they were really good at it. So you should get a Rockola M1 for Christmas. I was trying to figure out a funny joke about um, like inserting a coin and getting music. But <laughs> it didn't, didn't get there in time. Didn't get there in time. That didn't stall long enough for you. <laughs> no, you did not. Um, okay. So now this one actually... No. I probably shouldn't be revealing this, but I think Mark has. I need an M2 machine. Well, I mean, who doesn't? If you have the both of the M1s, then you obviously need to get the M2 next. We're just we're just working our way through the M's, you know. <laughs> yeah, just started at the M's. Um, you know that's a that's another excellent request. That's a really really great Christmas wish list item. I think you should get a Frigidaire M1. They again, once again. Famous for heavy machine guns, um, and that was that was their bread and butter business in the mid twentieth century. 
uh, was heavy machine guns. In fact, their items are considered so reliable that like some of them are still in use. So really just the best you can get. You know, it just made me realize you forgot something on your list, which is that you wanted a refrigerator. I don't know why I, that would make me think <laughs> I about I don't know that. why you knew that about my list, but I, you're right. I did want a refrigerator. <laughs> and I would then recommend Winchester. Oh, perfect. I heard, I'm already I heard going to them Winchester, for... I heard Winchester thought about making them. <laughs> I mean, I can get a lot of this stuff there because I'm already getting my corset hooks and my baseball bats there. So I'll just get the refrigerator at the same time. Did you just say refrigerator? Like, I did just say refrigerator, and I was hoping you wouldn't catch it. But you knew you should know by now that I always catch it. So I've I've got my M1s, I've got my M2. I'm just gonna jump ahead because I sure. who, who wants an M14? I don't. Obviously not. <laughs> Obviously not. Um, I'd like an M16A1. Oh, pre well, yeah. six, of course. You know, M3 through 15 is basically pointless. So it's understandable. like AR one through 14. It's understandable that you would go straight to the M16. And, you know, there's another really great company that made those. And you're going to want to look up the hydromatic division of General Motors. Because, like General Motors, what is that? Well, you know, they're not really known for many things, but they're definitely known for their firearms. They did a lot of different firearms, actually. So, you know, that by the time they got around to making m16s they were they were really good firearms manufacturers they had been doing it for quite a few years at that point so that's the one i would go with is look up the general motors m16s and get one of those because they had so much experience at it so definitely no i think that they you know the hydromatic division i think has actually been around since the 1930s so they have been around a while so you know it's a name you can trust (laughs) it's a name you can trust (laughs) okay (laughs) so then the last thing on my list it's a staple tried and true American iconic firearm. I feel like I just tried to sound like Donald Trump there. <laughs> you were get you were the best. You, were, you were really coming up on that. Uh, I would like a nineteen eleven. And a nineteen eleven. Um, yeah. Let me think on this because there's there's definitely some options for nineteen elevens. Um, Are there? But, no way. There's there's a few out there. Most of these fly-by-night operations just aren't really what you want, though. So you really need to go back to the the company that actually even like goes back as far as the invention of the 1911 and even predates it a little bit. You want to go with Singer. They're they're the ones to go with. They've been around by far the longest of any of these companies that we talked about. So I would say go with a Singer. Definitely, definitely known for quality production and not getting their production canceled because they weren't that good. That's don't look into it further. Well, I also heard though, that like, you know, if I order my corset hooks that I can also get a Winchester who's equally as well known for their 1911s. You can, they, they, that's right. They, they made some as well. So again, the one-stop shop for all of your holiday needs is really just Winchester. (laughs) You know, and um, I'm I, if I understand it correctly, if somebody, you know, in purchased a Winchester 1911 or the original blocks for it from the Norm Flaterman collection. You don't call me right now. I will be so mad at you. No, call Danny because they belong to the Cody Farms. <laughs> they were at once part of the Winchester collection. The words of Indiana Jones. It belongs <laughs> in a museum. They absolutely do belong in a museum. They're pictured in like two books. So 
so Bring what's funny what's funny about that all of that and i just got real angry about it but um so when we were writing the new museum which i guess is not new anymore um uh, we were trying to pull up because like herb house um had always said that there were like 200 winchester 1911s that were made and then there were other people that were like, no, they weren't made. Um, and we were like, well, no, we know that there were some made because they're on the cover of Flaterman's book. And then we looked closely at the cover of Flaterman's book, which we've been looking at for like our whole careers. And lo and behold, when you look closely, they have Winchester tags on them. It was like this. It was this really dope moment because it's like. I, I don't know how many times I'd referenced that book before. And then we're just like, like these ones, right? No, the, then, those ones, those specific ones. And then the, um, you know, for the background of the people, which I don't know if we've ever divulged this information, but it was, you know, a long, long, long time ago. And it was above board. It was just shitty. Uh, Norm Flaterman did the appraisal for the Winchester collection, uh, the Winchester Arms collection. Um, and the way he got paid was through the trade. 1911. I'm sure there was more. But... I'm sure there was more. Um but yeah, but he did. He he. It was still when Winchester owned the collection, so like it was. It wasn't where, our fault. I I don't know why I have a point of pride in that because I wasn't able to live yet. But it wasn't us. It was he. He came on to do the appraisal for Winchester when they were sending the collection out here, and he made that deal with the company, and they traded the 1911s and some other stuff um, for that. And whereas on a lot of the cases like some examples were left in the collection that like, you know, we still have an example of this other rare firearm. He, you know, because the collection was so extensive that one, all of the 1911s went. Oh, that makes me sad. You it know, it it just, but it did make me think about another, another episode that we could do, which Camila write this down. Where in the world is the Winchester collection? Where in the world? I, th I thought it was here. No, there's pieces everywhere. All right. Well, we'll. I guess we don't, I, I don't want to. I don't want to reveal too yeah, much. Don't talk about it now. Apparently, I will be mostly a listener for that episode. I have a lot of gun guys over the years be like, and you know, do you recognize this gun? Like when I'm in there. Excuse me, I just burped. <laughs> Got excited. I inhaled really hard when I was impersonating a gun guy. Um, I've been in so many private collections where gun guys will be like, and then I have this and that, and then they think they're really funny. And they're like, do you recognize this firearm? And it's always got like a Winchester collection hang tag on it. And I'm like, that's great. Yeah. It's, it's actually super. It's super <laughs> it's actually, annoying. It's super annoying. And, and they like expect us to have like, it's cause it's happened to me too now that I'm curator, but it's like, I don't have a photographic memory of the entire collection since 1873. I just don't. So it's all fun and games. And now you're actually just like poking. Yeah. They think that we should be happy about their acquisition of. Yeah. It's weird. Like our collection items, no, which I'm again, actually... all above board things that, you know, were never brought into the Cody firearms museum, right. things that were deaccessioned and sold at public auction. I don't want people to think that like our collectors are just right. like off in the black market. <laughs> right. But it's still, it's like the, this, you're, they're like, Hey, this really cool thing that you could have had for your museum. And it's like, yeah, I, I, I could have had that. And somehow it's here in your basement now and nobody sees it. Thanks. Unless we they say it and it's not a cool gun. And then you're like, yeah, I understand why they got rid of it. You're silly. Yeah, How yeah, much did that's... you pay for it? <laughs> not lame. 
Yeah, there is that because a lot to to we're kind of ragging on Winchester for getting rid of the 1911s, but they also got rid of a lot of junk too. So, you know. What does it say about how they felt about their 1911s? <laughs> oh. <laughs> I no think problem. they much preferred their refrigerator. <laughs> they much preferred the refrigerator that they may or may not have made. <laughs> That's why I said singular. Because if they did make the one, single I don't one. think they made more than one. A, you have to All buy right, well, the... That's it. That's it. Okay. All right. We're done. <laughs> I feel like, I don't know. It's been, you know, we, we've been recording these episodes, you know, with long intervals in between. So I feel like I've I've ended things like that several times, but I could also be wrong. Um, but I just got a notification that our meeting is going to end in 10 minutes. So we better, you better be more abrupt. <laughs> yeah, we're done. <laughs> and now Danny has something to add. <laughs> See you later, guys. Thanks for listening. Thank you.